0: Welcome back to the Lehigh Valley Arts Podcast, where we will explore the local arts culture and community in the Lehigh Valley. We'll be doing this through conversations with individual artists, administrators, and organizations. We'll discuss all types of mediums with the goal of enriching local arts culture.
1: Welcome back to Lehigh Valley Arts Podcast. I'm Elise, and I'm here with our guest host today, Kate Hughes, director of FIG Lehigh Valley. Hi. Sorry, I talked
0: right over you just then. No.
1: (laughs) I'm like, I can't wait to get started. (laughs) You have such a long name and such a long title. I I have to fit it all in. It is long. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for coming back. Of course. Uh, It's been quite a while. You were like very early on in the Lehigh Valley Arts Podcast uh, life cycle, and we were very happy to have you back. Oh my gosh, yes. It took I'm, a lot of begging and pleading. <sighs> I was
0: like, maybe, maybe if I can pencil it. No, I'm <laughs> very happy to be back. And I honestly, I love what you folks are doing here. It's Thank you. very important, and I'm so happy
1: to see it just grow and grow and grow. So congratulations to you. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your support and the Um, All of the guidance and support you've given us as a pro interviewer and (laughs) radio star. So thank you, thank you. uh, Well, we'll see what happens, right? (laughs) (laughs) I guess this will really put it to the test. Yes, for sure. (laughs) Awesome. Well, we're going to hear from local singer-songwriter extraordinaire Kendall Conrad in a bit. Yes, we are. Um, But I want to catch up with you. Okay. So since you've been on, you've added to your repertoire... Uh, director of fig lehigh valley which is pretty exciting yeah i'm i'm
0: thrilled i am so thrilled to be a part of that publication and again it's something that brings the community together so much like what you do i get to do that too and I've, every day i just feel very grateful and i get to write and i get to meet all of these people that live here in the lehigh valley and everyone's just kind of connecting with each other through the magazine and it's it's really cool
1: that's awesome that that like energy that you put behind it and the attitude that you bring towards it, um, towards it is extremely extremely admirable and inspirational, and it's really cool. Um, I had the privilege of watching you work and in- oh, that's right. <laughs> um, and that was like uh, a day I was I'll be completely frank frank dreading, <laughs> um, having my photo taken, but you. The like passion that you have for the work that you do really like comes through. So it's cool. Oh thank cool you. Cool to see that. And congratulations. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I um I feel again, I'm just very, very grateful. It's it is a wonderful thing to get to do what you love to do. Mm-hmm. And I get to have a little bit of everything. I get the art direction with the photo shoots. I get to write. Um again, I get to connect people and uh, you know, I bring people's ideas to fruition through the magazine. I mean, I don't do it personally. I mean, we have a whole team, but uh, I get to be a part of it. And it's it's really, I've, I'm very, very, I, I just keep saying how grateful <laughs> <laughs> it's been, you know, with the pandemic and everything, it's been uh, difficult for a lot of people and to come out of it and have like this new life and this new career and that I truly love. I just,
1: I'm just grateful. I'm positive that they're grateful for you too. Oh, thanks for saying that. I'm going to come here every day. (laughs) This is wonderful. You should. It's good vibes only in here. Sorry, I work at a college now and I can't stop saying good vibes only. I like it. My students say it like a hundred times a day. (laughs) Okay. I'm
0: going to steal that from you. I like the word vibe. Yeah. and Especially in the summer,
1: you know, summer vibes. Yeah. I I feel it. it. Well, uh, since we've last seen you, you've also had a very, very <laughs> successful, very starstruck uh, show. Oh, jeez, I I did, I
0: did. I had a um, at ArtsQuest. Do you want to? I know you want to say it. I'll let do, you say. Do you it. Want
1: me to Amsterdam? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. Four A's, four M's, four (laughs) N's. (laughs) Yeah, um, my most flammable series we did. The third chapter, Amsterdam. (laughs) That's how you say it, Elise. And (laughs) I kept pitching it that I was going to do something that had never been done before. And I did. Uh, I came through. I had some technical difficulties on my end. But guess what? People probably expected that (laughs) from me. So I didn't disappoint. Um, But at the end, I proposed to my boyfriend and he said, yes, thank goodness, (laughs) because that's what I had written in the script. Oh, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) So that worked out. Yeah. He said yes. And then he came on stage and he actually got down on one knee and he had a ring in his hand. And I was just, you know, from, that's a big moment, first of all, and People keep saying to me, and they're like, "Wow, that was that was really brave." And I think, do they say that to men when men ask women?
1: Definitely not. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so flip the script a little bit, I guess. And I, you know, I didn't anticipate like most of the things that I do in my life. I don't really um, think of the things that might happen. Like people were saying, like, "What if he says no?" <laughs> My family, they're like, don't do it. What if he says no? <laughs> and I was like, I wouldn't be asking him if I thought he would right, say no. Right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I, I didn't really anticipate the actual, like, the crowd's reaction. Everyone jumped to their feet. Uh-huh. And they kind of rushed the stage. And uh, it was really overwhelming in a, in a wonderful way. And when he got down on one knee, he had this ring. And I was so perplexed because I didn't <laughs> understand. I was like, no, I'm proposing. You're not proposing. <laughs> and here, one of my girlfriends, it, Megan Reed, is a she's a jeweler. And she made this ring. She had it on her finger. And she said to him, you can't go up without a ring. <laughs> so she took it off her finger and she gave it to him.
1: That's awesome.
0: And it's mine. She's like, you don't have to keep it. You know, I didn't want to overstep my bounds. I'm like, I am never giving this back to you. This is mine now, just so you know. Um, just But just pure magic, just pure magic. And um, and it was wonderful to see, you know, because it's been a long time. My show was canceled twice because of, you know why, we don't have to say it again, but um, <laughs> And finally, we got to a point where we could sort of gather again. And I sold out, (laughs) which I can't believe people pay money to hear what I have to say. It's still, I just wonder what, I don't trust them. (laughs) I don't trust their logic. Um, It was wonderful. It was a wonderful show. Even with the technical difficulties, um, I mean, I knew I had that ace in my pocket at the end. So I was like, I'll be fine.
1: (laughs) And I was right. Well, huge congratulations in order on all fronts. Thank you. Um, thank you. I'm very <clears throat> was very excited to hear about the outcome of it all, so. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Well, I will also thank you for agreeing to be a guest host this week. Oh, my gosh. Ask me anytime. I'm, I'm so
0: excited. And Kendall Conrad, I don't think you could have picked a better person for me to match up with for, for my first one. Because I feel like you're going to ask me to come back after this. You're. I think maybe. You'll be convinced after all the questions that I ask her that you'll, you'll know that you can't do it without me. So.
1: These are jokes. That's exactly what I was hoping for. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) You're welcome. Well, if you don't mind, I will pass her bio over to you and then let you guys kick it off. Sure. Kendall Conrad is a singer-songwriter from Pottstown, Pennsylvania.
0: Her single, Leader of the Pack, garnered over 26 million views on TikTok and over 1 million plays on SoundCloud. She sang a duet on stage with Keith Urban at Music Fest in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. She also opened for 36 of the country's hottest artists, including Blake Sheldon, at the Dick's Sporting Goods Open to a crowd of over 18,000, Alabama at the Santana Arena, and Kane Brown. She has performed the national anthem for the New York Mets, Philadelphia Phillies, NASCAR, and more. Kendall also runs the popular food blogging Instagram page, Kendall's Bites, which features good eats from the Lehigh Valley and beyond. Kendall was recently named one of the Women to Watch by Lehigh Valley Business and Lehigh Valley Styles Best Local Musicians of 2022. So I have the distinct honor. I am sitting here with Kendall Conrad. Welcome to the studio, Kendall. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. So this is my first time interviewing someone here. Really? Yeah. Buckle up. Oh, my gosh. So, Kendall, you and I met uh, in, in what I consider to be a sort of odd way. We met virtually. On a computer screen. And that was the first time I witnessed the magic.
2: Was it though? Was there magic? Yes, there was. Did it happen?
0: You were sitting, I don't know what room you were in, in your home. I was also sitting in a room in my home. (laughs) Uh, And we were on a podcast with Tyler Rothrock and Tim Fry, Big Cat, the professor. And you sang... To us. I did. And to our listeners. I did. With your guitar. Do you remember what you sang? You know, I think I put out a single at that point, right? It was a new
2: song at the time. It was a new song. So maybe it was like Stranger Things or I don't think it was Leader
0: of the Pack. It was probably like Better On or Stranger Things or or one of those, I think. I have to tell you. So I have this problem when I see talent. uh, My mouth just opens and it just hangs open because... I'm just in shock or something. I'm not really sure. And that's kind of what happened because you look at you and there's many things that you see, many things. And we'll get into that in a, in a moment. But you, in, in my humble opinion, I did not estimate the powerhouse voice that was going to be uh, displayed before me. That is really sweet. Thank it is you. really true also. That's nice of you to say. Thank you. So, I got the introduction to Kendall Conrad on a computer screen, which is weird. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was live. It was live. Yeah, it was um, live. And now we're back in the world again, yeah. And you are back on stage and you are you are writing your songs and you're performing and you're opening for some big names. Yep. yeah.
2: just did um Chris Young at the Wind Creek. Wow, first time. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, and then I, I this is announced so I can't talk about it, but I'm opening for Scotty McCreary in Quakertown. Um, that's going to be fun in July. So now that things are opening, like I'm getting back into like performing for bigger crowds and like bigger venues, which is the part that I love. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm really excited.
0: Well, as a performer, I would imagine that you feed off of that audience. Yeah.
2: I mean, you know, it's like yeah, the the computer <laughs> just it's a it's slightly different. It's like it's still there. Yeah. It's still there. But um I don't know if you're like me where like sometimes I don't influence the energy in the room. I am influenced by the energy in the room. Ah. So like if the crowd is really, really into it, whether it's like at a small gig at a bar or it's like opening for Chris Young. Um, like, if they're super into it, like, I'll rise to that energy. And then if the crowd is really, like, like lame or they're, like, low-key or maybe they are just listening. It's more of a listening crowd or whatever. But I will, like, come down and, like, kind of tone Mina. it down. Yeah. And so the computer is a strange performance medium because there's no energy at all. Right. You're just staring at yourself, <laughs> <laughs> singing or whatever. Um, so it's, like, it's very weird for me to like, I don't know,
0: Well, guess what? You couldn't, if you felt weird or any of that stuff, that was, no one saw that. Good. It was awesome. Very good. And I was, I was impressed to say the least. Thank you. Yeah. So I have to ask you. I'm flattered. Oh, please. (laughs) Don't be. (laughs) You are very talented. So, I mean, there's no question about that. Thank you. So I did want to ask you a little bit about your background. I want to know how did, how did Kendall Conrad come to be? Oh, my gosh.
2: You know, I don't even know. It didn't even, like, start. I always, like, say this. There was never, like, oh, my, God, like, I, I had this moment where I connected with music or singing or whatever. And there's just not a good uh, jumping place for that. For some reason, I just, like, I always sang. Okay. Um, and I always wanted to sing. And I was always, like, dragging around my boombox with CDs And like singing along to my Whitney Houston greatest hits. Oh my gosh, that was double CD.
0: That was my very first CD.
2: Was it? Which one? Uh, I want to dance with somebody. What was that one? Yeah, the eighties. I think it was just Whitney. That was the. It was before CDs. It was Mm -hmm. the.
0: It was the tape. It was my first tape. That's amazing. And she has the white. The, yes, on, and she looks so beautiful yes I know exactly what you're talking oh about oh my gosh well yeah I did the same thing yeah singing to that because I was like oh well, I sound just like her what where you actually do you actually have talent I just pretend um I always say I have the heart of a singer just not the voice of one. Oh, that's so, nice yeah, that's that fair. passion of the dance wow. moves that's beautiful it's not the voice yeah
2: <laughs> darn it Um, okay. So, so yeah, no, no, no huge grandiose, no aha moment. No, I I just just was like, you know what?
0: I think I'm going to do this forever. (laughs) That's what I, and that's what I did. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, going back to that time in 2020, where we met on the computer screen. Yes. uh, When we were off on camera still, but we had turned off the podcast. Uh, The four of us had this conversation about just going for it with your art and you know we're all creative people that were I mean the people that are here in the studio of course but the but on the podcast, you know the comedians, actors and, and you and I, I do think that you are that it that is innate. you are born with with that sort of drive because you you know you're different you know you're different you you're not a nine to fiver mm. that would never. Mm-hmm. Be you, that would never work out for you. Yeah. And did you have to kind of do that first? Because typically you sort of have to go through that and you're like, ah, that's not for me. Oh, this is interesting. And then you get to the point where you're like, as an artist, a creative person, where you just think, I have to try, or you don't, or you just go the other way.
2: That's, wow, that's super interesting cause I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, I um I was like 15 or 16 and I think I was learning guitar at this point and I wasn't like I wasn't very good but I was like picking it up slowly. Um and I was a hostess at an Italian restaurant and I folded silverware and it was kind of that thing where, you know, I was making a couple bucks to yeah. like pay for some fun things at 15 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um I saw I remember seeing, like, flyers, like, taped to, like, walls and restaurants and stuff of, like, these older men gigging. But it was, like, only older men. There was, like, no one even my age, no one who looked like me or whatever. And I was, like, I wonder if I could do that. Like, I play guitar. I know some songs. Like, are they getting paid to do this? Because I'm going to piece out of my hostess job and I'm going to go do that. So I did have that. It wasn't technically a 9 to 5, but – you know, it was that root of non-creative or right. just the hustle, Yeah, you know, and I was like, I want to be creative. The I paycheck creative. maker. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like great. And yeah. it was fine for what it was. But, um, I feel like some people, like you were saying, like I needed an outlet to express myself. Absolutely. And like, I was like, I don't know if I'd call myself shy, but I was quiet. I was a really quiet kid. And so I think music for me was like speaking. Yeah. You know? And it was like when I didn't have it, it was like I was quiet. Um, And so like I would only really, quote, unquote, make noise when I was performing. Interesting. Um, Other than that, I was kind of like I would hang back. Like I was kind of wallflower at parties. Like I never – I want to say I never, like, actively participated in
0: life unless I was singing. You know what I'm saying? You just, you just gave me chills, honestly. I don't know if you can see that from across the <laughs> room. Uh, that's so interesting. So your voice was your voice. Yeah. It's, that's very interesting. Yeah. And I know a lot of creative people that are like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, would you still, con- from what I'm hearing, I hear that, you were at one point an introvert is that the case now
2: I feel like and you're kind of like we're in that age we're like older so I feel like I have grown and I've gotten better at being extroverted yeah but it's not natural no it doesn't come naturally okay interesting yeah
0: because yeah. uh, f- for me I was very I was very quiet I was a very shy person same thing so shy That's amazing. And uh, I was a dancer. My parents put me in dance. And I, once that that hot, like, white spotlight hit me, I came alive. Mm. And you get to do that on a regular basis. You get to be on stage. And I can can tell you because I've been there as a child and sometimes as an adult. I, I do performances. But... You get to do what? All, oh, I gosh! I only dream that I that I could do. But that view from the stage—you know—the light blocks up, out everyone, or at least it should. Mm-hmm. And you kind of feel, you know, that you're in this room filled with people, but you can't see anyone's actual faces. But you know they're there. That moment, that that view. I feel like there's nothing like that.
2: And if you're not a performer and you haven't experienced that, there's no way to explain it. Right. There's no way to explain or like what it feels like. Yeah. You can like try, but it, it pales in comparison to what it actually in fact feels like. Yeah. And it's it's weirdly kind of like a drug. I was just going to say it's addictive. It is. Yeah. Yeah, because once the performance is over, you're you're asking yourself, when, when can I do it again? When (laughs) can I go back? And so I don't know if you've gotten this question before of, have you ever had stage fright or were you ever scared to do it? Oh, yeah. And I know some people like have experienced that who are performers, but I've never been afraid to do that. Good for you.
0: I've, I've had the, you know, before you go on. The nervous butterflies.
2: Yeah, I do too. But I mean, like a, a like a no. then like a deer in headlights, and you're
0: like, what am I doing? Like I've never experienced that. No, and you know, obviously from being on stage, I'm sure you've heard that public speaking is is um, a lot of people's greatest fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a real thing. Um, though I I consider myself to still be an introvert. I don't have that fear. I can, give me a microphone. Mm -hmm. Give me a microphone any day. I can take care of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know exactly what that is, but that's the heart of of a performer. Well,
2: there's, I think there's something to performing or speaking to the masses for Mm -hmm. me that is like not scary versus like a, like I've joked about this so many times to people, like a a small group party or like a one-on-one thing or like a, that is um, harder for me to do yeah. than it is to kind of speak, quote unquote, speak to um, a huge group of people. I don't know. It's easier for me to do the group, the huge mass group.
0: Yeah. yeah. I I agree with that. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> We're very similar, but you're way more talented than I'll ever be. Oh, <laughs> stop. No, it's true. People know it. People know it. Um So I just have a couple of Questions before we get to, I want to talk about your creative process, but before we start that, I need to know, what is your favorite color? Purple. Oh, no hesitation. Has it always been purple? Yes.
2: My carpet in my bedroom is purple.
0: Okay. Interesting. Aggressive. I'll tell you, (laughs) um, I'll tell you this, people with blue eyes usually say blue. People with brown eyes usually say not blue. (laughs) No, they usually say a different color than brown. But okay. usually, people with blue eyes usually say blue. Is, wait, do you have blue eyes? Yeah, my favorite color is blue. Oh
2: my gosh! No, <laughs> oh, so you're you're falling into the stereotype. I
0: know, I know. I'm, I'm just like the See, herd. If
2: I were you, I'd be like, I even if I love blue, like can't do it.
0: <laughs> can't <laughs> no. do it because all you other people are doing it. Yeah. Okay. So, are you uh, wake up early in the morning and get it done, or are you a stay awake through the night person? Depends. Okay. Depends on what depends on how tired i am okay
2: sometimes i just can't stay awake i get very easily that heavy eyelid feeling <laughs> where you can't keep your eyes open i'm familiar <laughs> and it's like i get like it's very frustrating and i'm like i i want to work on this and i just and then you, i feel like you have to know when to stop yes especially as a creative because then your work or whatever you're working on if you do it tired you're not focusing like, I'll wake up in the morning, reread it or whatever. Yeah. And I stare at it, and I'm like, that's not it. That's not there. And that was a waste of time. I should have just gone to bed. Yeah, you, so, need,
0: you need your sleep. Yeah. So okay.
2: sometimes I do actually prefer the get up. You're kind of feeling fresh and awake.
0: The early rise. Yeah. Okay. Not
2: super early, Kate. Not. What's yeah.
0: early to you? What's the number?
2: Mm, like, any
0: after 8 a.m. Oh, wow. Kendall, I did not expect that answer from you. Okay. Why? I just figured you would wake up really early. I I think of you as a person who likes to be doing things when other people aren't doing them.
2: I can I put this in like this is great. Yeah. This can can I quote you on this? And absolutely. Put it in, like
0: that's for you. That was
2: I absolutely love that.
0: Okay. So what is your? That's very true. <laughs> I thought so. See, I'm very intuitive.
2: <laughs> that is so true. I love that.
0: Yeah, I just picture you that way. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So, what is the what is the process? How do you how do you write? And this, by the way, this isn't just a question that I'm asking uh, because oh, I'm supposed to ask this question. I really want to know, and I'm fascinated by it. I think I know the answer, but I'm gonna let you give it first.
2: What the the songwriting process? The songwriting
0: process. Um,
2: most of my songs. So when I was younger, it most of my songs were these little ditties about, like, boys, and they were super cute, and it was kind of me chasing a Taylor Swiftian kind of fearless album, if you remember that one. Um, and it was like, I, it was me, and then it was me copying Taylor Swift a little bit. So I went from there into actual songwriting, which was um, mostly – It mostly came from things that were just bothering me, and I would write about them. And then on the flip side, it was me going into my phone notes and looking at super catchy titles that I thought would be um, commercial or, like, unique or a different perspective. And I would write a whole song around an innuendo thing or, like, a – you know, a turn of a phrase, like, come to your senses, my single, like, that's kind of a play on that idiom. So, like, I was an English major in school, so I really like playing with, with words and what you can do with that. So it, half of it's therapeutic, half of it is literally being creative with words, and that's fun for me, and it's like a puzzle.
0: I I was, I seriously so was, seriously was like, going to say the word puzzle.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. And you know. I know. I know. When the line fits. Well, yeah. And you're a writer. Yeah. You know when that line fits. And you're like, that's the line. That's it. Don't touch it. Right. Don't touch it. It goes there. It goes right there. Yeah. Do not move it. And you know
0: somehow when it doesn't, right? Because you keep coming back to it, and you're you're like that doesn't flow. It's wordy. Something's off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just to go back about what you said just a couple of seconds ago. So you said um, you go into your phone notes. So you are a note taker in the phone. Mm Mm-hmm. And you said you go back to a title. So you you write titles. I love titles. So I
2: love writing around a title. You see, the title comes first a lot of the time for me. Yeah, okay. you can write to. I don't know how you're kind of writing how you know how you get to a script or whatever it is your. But for me, if you have the title, that's like what you call a hook, like okay. what you write to. So that's like the bum bump. That's the end of the. Oh. Like okay. the hook, like we're never ever getting back together. Ever. That's the hook, <laughs> and then you start with that, and you're like, "Well, what's the what's the story?" And then you write around the hook. So other writers. Um, Write from a super emotional place and they get mad at me. They're like, let's write something real. Let's not be tied to this title. And they're like, tell me a story. And so I'll talk about, you know, I'll dredge up some story or some personal thing that happened recently or whatever. Even if it's stupid, they're just like, just talk, just tell me a story. And then sometimes we'll come up with something from that, but I don't prefer that. I like the title because it's flashy. Um, But, you know, I've gotten some really meaningful. Uh, vulnerable songs from not going with title. So, yeah, so it's like it makes me more uncomfortable to do that um, because, like, I'm a planner, and I know that that's where the song's going to sit.
0: You are a planner.
2: I'm a super planner. That's great. (laughs) Everything's planned out. Everything's in its place, and then I know what I'm doing forever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're like, this will never change. (laughs) Okay, so kind of going back to this organization of thoughts putting the puzzle together, that's fascinating to me because it feels like I'm sort of talking about myself, but I just want to relate to you. Mm-hmm. So for, for me, when I write, I don't know how it's going to end. And at, when it finally does end, a lot of the times I'm I'm surprised that it went the way that it did. Really? It's, it's so weird. It's kind of, I don't want to say it writes itself, but it's, yeah, I don't know.
2: But you're—we talked about this earlier. Yeah, you're very, like, spontaneous. Yeah, you, yes. you you vibe off of—like, that's what I like about you. You're you're very open.
0: Well, yes. I've, I'm
2: not—I wouldn't call myself open. I'm closed. You're closed. You're
0: closed a <laughs> moment. So we, we suit each other. This is perfect. Open, closed. Okay. So you write with other people. I do. Then— Okay. Yes. And how yeah. forever have you always been doing that?
2: I rejected that idea. I would reject that idea as well. Especially because, uh, you know, like I just said, when that writer is like, tell me a story. And you talk about how some guy broke your heart and you go into the dirty <laughs> details. And you're like, I don't even know you. But that's <laughs> it, that's right. what it is. And there is this weird I'm telling you, there's this weird thing where it's it's like, um, you know, like a confidentiality thing that happens where it's like you're in this together and you write this song and mm-hmm. it's this amazing thing that happens in like three hours. and um, That's cool. I've grown to like it because they'll come up with ideas and turns of phrase and things like that that I didn't see yeah. or think of and— that's kind of thrilling because sometimes it's better than what I had imagined. I'm like, I'm so glad you were here because right. I wouldn't have said that. But that's that's what the puzzle piece is. It's that phrase or whatever they just came up with. So sometimes I, like, I have really, really enjoyed it. Other times um, they try to steer the right. And I'm like, this is my story and my experience. Right. And if you want to write about your breakup— <laughs> We can do that. But if we're writing about mind, this is where it goes and what it is. Um, And that is when I get really frustrated, especially when you're in the room with, like, hit writers or writers with cuts or writers with publishing deals who think they know better than you. And they're like, no, this is what we're doing. And you're fighting with them in the room. And... You know, sometimes I've let it go, and and I've gotten a song at the end of the session that I would absolutely not sing. But, you know, I look at that writer, and I go, I'm never writing with you again, and I wouldn't have known this if I didn't write with you.
0: So Right. And I'm um, a lot, uh, I'll say, more advanced in age, that's how we'll phrase it, than you are. And, and you know, they all
2: were the ones that were
0: frustrating. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. Yeah,
0: none of them were,
2: were my age. They were all much, much older. Much, much older. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: That's well. That's interesting. I, mm-hmm. That now you know. Mm-hmm. As I've gone on in this life, I've realized that the mistakes are sometimes better than the successes. I have found mm-hmm. that, and you, you, you don't see it when it's happening, and then, oh, that hindsight, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, interesting. Yeah, and and then that's how I've sort of looked at life because to make. To put so much time into something and then it comes out where, oh, it's not usable or something like that. Instead of looking at it like, oh, man, I wasted all my time. I look at it, well, I learned that I will never work with this person again, mm-hmm. you know. And
2: you'll never know unless you tried it.
0: Right. Yeah. So, so. Okay. So kind of dealing with the same topic of the creating of the song. You said Taylor Swift and <laughs> – I, this is audio, so I smiled when you said that. I had this big <laughs> smile. No one saw it. But I think of Taylor Swift when I think of you, or maybe I'm saying the wrong. That is so sweet. Um, and that's a, I very much admire her. Yes, I do too. And I can tell that your music is like that. And I don't mean like Taylor Swift. I mean honest. Mm. And it's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And people gravitate towards that. You can tell. And one of the songs that that you mentioned that come to your senses, I'm sure, well, I'm sure the people that that listen to your music and that are your fans, I really love that song because I love what you do. I love (laughs) what you do with the English language. Right. It's really cool. It makes you think of it differently. Yeah.
2: Because that's literally what that phrase, like if you were unfamiliar with that phrase and someone just said that to you and like and it's so hard to do that to like clear your mind that way but um it was actually my mom who came up with that (gasps) yeah so she had been wanting to write with me and i was basically like if you if you come up with the hook which is basically the whole song that's the whole idea of the song is the hook I'm like, you can write with me, but you need to come up with the hook. Like, this is your moment to prove yourself.
0: Now, how fast did she come up with this?
2: Um, maybe, like, a month or two. Okay. So she was, like, mulling it over. Well, and this is after a couple where, that she threw out that I was, like, "No, I don't love it. I don't <laughs> love it. Um, I don't even remember what those were. But um, she just, like, was, like, come to your senses one night when I came home. And I was, like, Okay. I was interested um, because I love idioms and I like, you know, phrases and things. And she said, you know, what if it's like super sexy and it's it's literally asking this guy to wake up and come to his senses and see that you two could have a relationship or you two – you know, have a vibe or a connection or whatever, and he needs to come to his senses. And I just, I love the whole idea. And she explained it to me that way, and she was like, "That's the chorus," and I was like, "That's
0: awesome." It's, so it's really smart. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I like when I hear a song, and it makes me think. Mm-hmm. And I do, I, I do also think that people can make songs out of pretty much anything. And back in the day. They did like bop, shabop, duwap, wop shabop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like those were lyrics. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like step it up, man. I expect more, right? <laughs>
1: like,
0: yeah. Yeah. And you give us more. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Gosh, what am I saying? <laughs> okay. So another thing that I wanted to sort of talk to you about, obviously people were living in a, in a different world. I mean, not now because of 2020. I mean- it's the digital age. We are in the digital age. So if people don't know you, they can they can search for you online and they can see what you look like, uh, what you're working on, what you've worked on, where you've been, all of that stuff. Are you finding that people, when you go out in public, are they running up to you and like, oh my God, Kendall, come here. She's here. <laughs> um, Sometimes, yes. Okay. Sometimes, no.
2: So it just, it depends on the place. It depends. I mean, this sounds weird, like uh, what I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. Um, I found that people want pictures and things when I'm like super, super in my artist look. Yeah. Versus, it's funny because that's like the opposite for celebrities. Like people want pictures with Brad Pitt when he's eating dinner and he has to... Get security and all that, but no, I I've I've found that, and maybe it's because of Instagram and um, posting pictures of like really cool things. Like people, people love my big shows when I'm super dressed up and my artist looks. Yeah, um, that's when I get the most, you know, like not necessarily attention because they they'll come up to me and we'll have good talks too. Like they'll tell me their favorite song and like what they liked about my set and all That's this. That's really
0: cool. Yeah,
2: so it's like it's not just a hey, can I get a picture? Like they're they want to talk, like they want to have a conversation. Yeah. Yes. So yes and no.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I did want to talk about your your look because well, there's a couple of things that I want to talk about. First of all, I, I want to go to your closet. I want to be in your closet. I have to get in there. How do I get in there? I can only imagine. I can, I can bring you. Okay, let's go. <laughs> The amount of sparkles and sequins, um, it's thrilling when I... I know you like that too. I love it. Yeah. And one thing that I know about you is your shoe collection. Mm -hmm. I admire your shoe collection and you go for it. You just go for it. I don't know if you feel comfortable (laughs) in some of the shoes that you're wearing, but they are sparkly, they are tall, they are pointy, they are beautiful.
2: That's the best compliment this whole podcast,
0: I think. Well, we still have time. <laughs> I can do better. <laughs> uh, but you you make me and you've made me wanna pull out my
2: shoes. Well, the the one time we were in Bethlehem yes. for the Christmas thing.
0: Yeah, the advent had, calendar. The advent calendar on Main you had
2: those amazing rhinestone sparkly booties on, remember? Yeah,
0: because yeah, I wore I do. them.
2: I remember them. For you. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Well, it's. I looked at them online and you were wearing them. And I was like, I looked at that same exact pair. Yeah. So that was so funny. We had.
0: I know. We talked about that. Yeah. Simpatico. Simpatico. But I did that. I wanted to wear sparkly shoes for you. They Well, I noticed them and I was like, wow, those are amazing shoes. <laughs> whenever I see your shoes, the same thing. I'm like, I wish I had those. Uh But the outfits that you wear, I, I it's it's the whole thing. It's what you look like online, um, the, the poses, uh, you know, being in front of the camera, the makeup, the hair, the outfits, the jewelry. And it's not over, it's not over the top. And it's not because I know you, it's very, it's very appealing. And it's very, it feels like you would be an an approachable Mm. person and you do it pretty flawlessly you put these things together and I think it's it's just very inspirational it makes me I'm like what is what is she (laughs) singing now I want to hear what she's singing yeah it makes me awesome want to listen to you more I hear what you're saying yeah I don't know if I'm saying it the right way no yeah
2: I get it well it's it's like a um it's like a package yes kind of thing. You, you have, you can't have one without the other, with with what you're talking about. Is right. that, am I saying that yeah, right? Yeah. And that, and I think, um, I'm talking with my hands again. I'm we're, yeah. we're on a podcast, Kate. I know
0: <laughs> Well, I know there's no cameras. If there were, I, I'd have to sit on my hands because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, yeah, I'm very handsy. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs>
2: they're, they mis- The listeners
0: are missing out. Yeah. They're missing out. This is a great show visually, <laughs> but, but,
2: but no, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. It's, I want the visual to support the audio. Yeah. Right? Like, that's kind of what I'm going for. I want what I look like to feel like my music.
0: Well, you've nailed it. Thank you. It's, I put a lot of thought in <laughs> Well done. This. Well, and it doesn't look like you, you're even trying. I guess it's very easy. Right. It's easy to watch you, it's easy to listen to you. And that is a sign of an excellent performer. I'm very honored that I get to sit across this little table from you because, Stop. no, it's true. I'm going to cry. Well, good. Good. I want to make you, <laughs> I want to make Kendall Connor <laughs> cry. No, it's, it's, um, I feel very honored. So I, I, I can see where you're going and the future looks bright, man, for you. It's, it really Aww, does. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, and to kind of touch on that too, anyone that looks at you, anyone that has eyes can see that you are, an, uh, you are a beautiful, beautiful woman and also on the inside too. So th- that is wonderful. But I, I do want to ask you about that because that is, there's a lot that comes with that, <laughs> with beauty. There There is, you know, people expect you to kind of act a certain way, to kind of look a certain way always, mm-hmm. you know, when you're taking out the trash or something like that, mm-hmm. you expect it um to look a certain way and act Mm -hmm. a certain way. And I'm wondering how, and it's not, these are just um, sort of facts, it's not an ego thing. It's how has what you look like, your your beauty, how has that either helped you or hindered you in your professional career?
2: That's an amazing question.
0: I'm an amazing interviewer.
2: Wow. (laughs)
0: My mind is blown. Mind blown. She, her hands are up again.
2: Getting, no one can see. <laughs> no one can see it. Um, so negative first, the hindrance. Um, and maybe you've dealt with this too in your career, but it's hard to trust. Um, I want to say like men in particular in business who want to help. Yes because you're just not sure what the intention is. Right. And even if it seems pure, they want to help or whatever, you're just, you're never really sure. It doesn't even matter if they're married. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, And that's the hard part in the business in general. Um, You know, whether it's like looking for sponsors or looking for gigs or looking for jobs or whatever, Um, investors, things like that, you know, you've, um, maybe you've dealt with some of this, but um, it's just hard to, to trust what's really, I mean, it's hard to trust people in general in business transactions, For sure. but that makes it harder because you're just like, are you doing this because you want to go on, on out on a date with me? Um, right. Which is like, you know, and it's flattering, you know, and it's not like, oh my God. Right. Again. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> like, it's like, it's nice. I appreciate it but not when you're trying to like work a deal. It's, it's frustrating and yeah. it's annoying and it's almost like um, uh, uh, Reese Witherspoon, Elle Woods.
0: Oh, like yes. you wanna
2: be taken seriously in your art and your business and like you don't want that infringing upon it, but it's inevitable. Um, so I don't know, that's a hindrance for me, but um, it's helped. I mean, obviously like sex sells. Yeah. Um, And that's just a fact, and that is what it is. I know I've gotten comments from men and women on my pages when I post something super sexual, um, you know, put some clothes on, all those stupid comments. (laughs) I've had a bunch of those before. But, um, you know, I feel like you were saying when you know your brand. Yeah. We haven't used that word yet. When you know what your brand is, there's really nothing that you can post or uh, record or whatever that you regret. If you do it with like your brand mindset. So anything that I posted, I've already looked at it and I'm like, this is me. It's being shown to the internet, to the world. And th- the reaction is what it is. But I, you know, I put my stamp of approval on it and that's that's what it is. And
0: it goes out there.
2: Yeah. And then I'm like, if people are confused by it or they don't like it or you know, whatever, then so be it. But I chose it and it was me at the time <laughs> of it being posted. Right. And that's all you can really
0: do. Well, yeah. I mean, we're all that we have, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this yeah. is the packaging we came in.
2: But I know some people follow trends. You know, they try to post like what they think people will like, and I have never really done that. So
0: yeah, you have this very unique style that's that really is all your own. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the, any of that answers that question. Yeah. But. No. I just I just know <laughs> that for someone. That looks like you and someone that's young and you're just full of energy. I don't know when you sleep. I, oh, we talked about this before. I really, I just feel like you're constantly <laughs> there and doing things. And it's so admirable. I, oh, I, thank you. You make me feel like a very lazy
2: person. Well, you know, I can't remember who said this. Um, I I think it was Mark Cuban from Shark Tank. And I think it was him. But he said something along the lines of, I, I'm constantly worried or fearful that Everyone around me is outworking me, uh, and that makes me, like, continue to work hard and, and put myself out there. And And I thought that was interesting when he said that because I'm like, that's exactly how I feel. I feel like when I'm taking a break or when I'm on vacation or whatever, someone else someone has also, stepped up, and yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? I need to get back in the game
0: right now. Right. Um, yeah. That makes sense. So yeah. you're a person that likes to see the old dots on the calendar. Yeah. You need to see it. That's, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I get This it. stuff's got to be scheduled, Kate. <laughs> it's got to be, you know. I text people and I'm like, yo, what do you do in June right. of 2024? Can we put it down? Can I
0: put it on the books? Right. 10 a.m. we going to have lunch. Right. We're going to have a lunch meeting. It's true. You do do that. I'm, I'm, I fall I'm prey. Pu- I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I've done that to you. You have. Now we can talk about yeah. how we are connected in another way. Uh oh. So you have graced uh, not only pages, but the cover. Of Fig Lehigh Valley Magazine. The elite. And for those of you who are listening out there, you can go online and you will see that Kendall Conrad was on the cover of the winter issue of 2021. Great issue. Oh, great cover. (laughs) It was was wonderful. The best. Yeah. And we shot under sparkly lights at Steel Stacks in Bethlehem. We did. It was an
2: amazing set.
0: Yeah. And I was like, twirl, Kendall, twirl. And you just kept twirling your... Big fluffy, fluffy—is well, that a word? <laughs> Skirt? Sure. <laughs> now it is. Sure, we've made it a word. Yeah.
2: Um. No. Yeah. Your energy, like I, we said, we just talked about your energy gave me energy, and it was just, it was great. Well, that's part of my yeah. job. I. Yeah. I have to jump
0: up and down. What well, like do a you fool. find? Do
2: you find that some people
0: don't? Not into it.
2: Yeah. Um.
0: No, I haven't found that yet. That's don't good. jinx me. That's good. Don't jinx me, Kendall. But, uh. Yeah. So. Now, with that being said, you are an influencer. People seek you out when they need help with their own branding. Okay, I like that. They they do. You have that uh, illustrious—is that the right word—the ever like the um, dangling carrot, blue check mark next to your name.
2: Oh yes, on social media. Yes, that's a good word for it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, for a
2: while it was elusive.
0: Elusive? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the elusive checkmark. Oh, mark. and well, now you have it. Yeah. So you have that checkmark. I know. And that means something in the Carry game of light. life. Yeah, <laughs> it does. So people look for you, <laughs> and they want they want you to help them with their brand, with their product. Mm-hmm. And you're very generous with that. Um, you have a page... Uh, gosh, I think it's oh, it's this last issue that's at the heart and soul issue of 2022 for spring, mm-hmm. and you are at the Twisted Olive. I I was, and you were eating a salad. They brought you so much food, and I took it all home and
2: ate it over the course of a couple days.
0: It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So do you, I enjoyed it. So when that happens, <laughs> when you when you. Um, I guess, well, just walk me through it. How does, how does that work exactly? I don't mean like the acquiring of it. I mean, when somebody like, um, anybody really, like we talked earlier off, off the record about Sorelli jewelry. Mm -hmm. So did they come to you? Do you go to them? How how did that work? So a lot of my
2: brand deals, like you got to check your DMs.
0: Oh, okay. I tell people
2: that like, check your DMs, check your spam folder on, uh, on your email um, you know, especially if it's somebody you haven't worked with before, like so many of my deals come from checking those. Oh, that's great. And checking that, um, that other folder on Instagram. Oh, Do you know I'm what I'm talking about? No, I I'll have to be, show you this afterwards. Show me the folder. So there's your folder that you have with people who you're connected with on Instagram. And then there's, in your DMs, there's like a little like other folder of like, Things that Instagram thinks are spam.
0: Okay. Oh, Messages.
2: okay. And you have to check those because sometimes there's brand deals in there that Instagram has flagged a spam. Um, so a lot of my deals come from they people come to you. reaching out that's great. to me. That's great. But, I mean, like that's a rare case. And like you said, I, I don't know if it's because I'm verified.
0: Um, Yes, I'm here to answer that question. That is because you're verified.
2: Like I I have high visibility. So people are like, great, can you post about my product? Um, So yeah, that's mostly honestly how they, from my email right? and my DMs.
0: Okay, so then yeah. you, you
2: say yes. Not and- those things that, those bots that comment on your pictures where it's like promoted on oh, right. blah, blah, blah. I Don't, hate those. Uh, yeah.
0: Don't touch those. No.
2: All right, got it. For a while, you know, when they first comment, you're like, ooh. <laughs> they like and me. And then you click
0: on it and you're like, <laughs> no, this isn't real. You're like, you're not a real person. Yeah. Okay, so that happens. They the, reach out to yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You say yes or you say no, but when you say yes, you go to them, get their product, uh, take pictures, post it, tag it. And then what happens with the product? Do you do you get to keep some of this stuff? So
2: I think I'm trying to think. Most of them, if not all of them, yeah, you get product. That's great. Yeah. So I mean they want you to wear it. To wear it, to have it. If it's food. They want you to share it. They want to send you a bunch of it. Give it to your friends. Tell them to post about it. Um, because a lot of it is word of mouth and, like, word of virtual mouth. Right. Um, and so, like, a lot of the time, they'll give me double of product, too.
0: Oh, oh, to give to, like, a friend or yeah. something? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And well, so, you have a friend in me, uh, Kendall. <clears throat> Just so you know. <laughs> I'll, okay. put, I'll put you on my friend list. Put me on the list. Okay. Okay, so now the Kendall's Bites. Yes. Oh, yes.
2: We didn't talk about Kendall's Bites.
0: I... Uh, first of all, I don't know how you can consume so much food, but I follow <laughs> you. I follow your bites. I'm like, that looks delicious. There's no way she finished it. <laughs> That's true. Okay. That's okay. probably true. Okay, good. But I'm here to confirm. All right, great. Because you you do it, man. You yeah. get dessert. You get appetizers. Salad. Well, if it's a place that is far from me
2: or um, I don't normally go to, I had a night off, like this is my chance. Yeah. I'm hitting the microphone here.
0: Yeah. It sounds good.
2: She <laughs> plays music wherever she goes. <laughs> 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 you want to write a song right now? Right oh here? Oh, gosh. You,
0: you know you now I, mean, I, I would be like, happy birthday. <laughs> Do you be like, like Kate, that one? Kate, that's been done. It's, it's been
2: done. <laughs> no, I'm writing it right now. Um but no, like, uh, so if I'm going to go to a restaurant, I want to experience, like, tell me what the best app is. Ah. What's the, what's the you know, I like dry drinks and not sweet. Like, what's your best dry blah, blah, blah. Like, I want to run down at the menu. And then I want to tell people about it who don't know. Okay. And I want to, like, pass it on. I want to pass on the good info if it's good. If it's good. Because people are like, do you post every place that you go? I'm like,
0: No. So, there's more that we don't know about? That's amazing. Yeah. That's a lot of food, a lot yeah. of drinks, a lot of desserts.
2: Yes. And sometimes things don't photograph well, which I'm sure you know.
0: Oh, yes. They um, just
2: don't. They just don't photograph You cannot
0: well. convey the message that you want. And through then I'm the like, photo. this can't be posted. It looks right. terrible. I've wasted my time, but my God, it was delicious.
2: Yeah. And sometimes then those will be story posts. Okay. Got it. Oh. And in shouldn't, your head. Shouldn't live forever on the page. <laughs> yeah. But you know, twenty four hours.
0: Twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. It can be up there. Good enough. Okay. So, so how did that start? Is did, do you have this like zest, this love for food? So you know what's funny? Tell me. Um, <laughs> I love funny <laughs> things. Um, when
2: I lived in Nashville for like four years, oh. and so I went back. I was like cleaning out my Instagram during COVID out of boredom, and so I went back and. This was, like, on my main page, my main verified page from when I lived in Nashville. So many posts were just pictures of food. Oh. And I was like, why? Why? I mean, and then I was looking back, and I was like, those sweet potato pancakes were amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking back at these pictures of the, the food that I was posting, and I was like, these should live not on this page. This should be on a food page. Like, this shouldn't be— on a page of people following me for my music because that's weird Um, and they probably don't want to see this but there's a separate page they want to see it maybe people want to see it so that's what I did
0: wow good for you (laughs) you're like very creative and inventive and you think outside the box Yeah, you can hear that in your music obviously we just talked about that so great that's great yeah Yeah. and I'm always excited I'm like what did she eat now What's that girl
2: eating? And I want the weird things. Yeah, I know you. Know, you like do. what's a weird item? What looks weird? I sometimes I'll ask them like what is the weirdest thing? What's what's the weirdest plated food item that you can put in front of me right now
0: yeah didn't you have like a peanut butter burger or something yes yeah i thought so see i'm not i'm not blowing smoke i watch you i'm watching you i love it i welcome it (laughs) yeah i know you do (laughs) okay so i wanted to ask you know you are a singer songwriter i think of when i think of kendall conrad probably most people think of you as the singer songwriter the performer the kendall's bites that's that's great that's like a. I, I have found that the best artists are not the ones that strictly just do one thing. There are, I don't know if you're familiar with like Steve Martin. He's a writer. He's a comedian. He plays the ukulele. Mm-hmm. And he's very good at all of them. Mm-hmm. And, and he's one of the greats. And, and a lot of really great artists are painter, you know, they're actors and painters and things like that. And it, I find that to be fascinating because I think not, not that they're connected, but one sort of complements the other. You kind of get into another part of the brain with one thing than you do with another. And I think that that's very important to sort of stay sane, to stay invested in what you're doing. And you probably don't look at it that way, but taking that time to go out to the restaurant, look at the food, ask for the weird stuff, it probably informs your performances in that you get a break from it. Mm-hmm. you get to have that self-care and you know in a different way that if you were just a person that just wrote and sang you know you you allow yourself time to do other things and i i think i think as you go on in life you'll find that that, that has served you in other ways that you weren't previously aware of
2: That's super interesting
0: I think you'll see yeah. that and you'll have to let me know let's talk again in that. 10 years
2: I love it <laughs> Well and it's as you were talking it is um like the plates as art, yeah. Like and looking at it and photographing it yeah. and being like, "Wow, this is a beautiful creation." Yeah, that's edible. Um, which I think is interesting. As you were talking, I was like, "That's very true." Yeah,
0: it is. It's all it's somebody else's creation. Yeah, and it's their their medium. Yeah, yeah. It's my concert. They're going concert. out to. It's a plate concert, you know. I like that. Yeah, I'm it's stealing that. It's just, like you know, I'm writing that down right now. Please. Uh, I also
2: take You're notes. You're going
0: to use Kendall. Kendall Conrad Fine. Ken- or Ken- Con- Kendall's Bites. Kendall's Bites. She <laughs> <Probably. laughs> taught me the concert of her plate. <laughs> <laughs> so getting back to the to the <laughs> songwriting and the singing and the performing, I, obviously you and I both have that love of being on stage, of being the performer. I only like attention like that when I'm on stage. I don't want it like when I'm at a restaurant or walking to the bathroom or something. Not that that happens for me. It, I'm sure it happens for you. But I don't, like, I like it when it's on my terms. I like attention on my terms. And then when show's over, show's over.
2: <laughs> you know? I, yes, yes, okay. yes, 100%. Yeah, I don't want to be, well, we we just said we're both quiet and yeah. naturally. And I do not want to be the center of attention. Do not. I don't want to do, I don't, I don't want to entertain when I'm not right. entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, same mindset.
0: So when you are on stage, when it is your performance, when it's your time and you're under the big, hot, white spotlight, um, do you remember, I don't know if this is phrased the right way, but like a greatest moment on stage, something that you were like, I will remember this for the rest of my life. Hmm. I mean, Keith Urban. That was, that was the moment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I still, and it was so long ago now. And I still remember like he was soloing at the end of that song that we sang together. And I still like close my eyes and I can see his hand on the fret because I was so close to him on stage. That's how close I was standing to him. And I was just standing there, staring at him, solo out the outro for the song, and I was like, "Wow!" I had this weird out of body like thing happen that I was like, "Yeah, this is gonna, this is like seared in my brain."
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was that moment for me. Yeah. Now, in that moment, you, I, I'm not going to guesstimate your answer, but I think I know what it is. <laughs> Did you have the realization in that moment where you're like, wow, I, I have made it? That's interesting. Um, No. Hmm. I thought you would say no. Really? I did, which leads me to my next question. We're on the same, <laughs> we're on the same wavelength here <laughs> yeah. today. Yes, we are. That's so funny. Yeah. I, I thought you would say no, and, and here's why. And I think you and I are very similar. Although, again, you're way more talented than I'll ever no, be. No, it's true. It's, it's no. true. And it's not, this isn't like looking for compliments. This is, these are facts. Okay. right. Okay, you're I'm going to be staring at you and you're, and I'll be like, Kendall, do you remember me? No, like, stop. Uh, And you'll be like, get away from me, you peasant. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, and you'll shoe me away with your no, sparkly shoe. I was going
2: to say you, the shoes you wear...
0: So see, so far okay. from peasant. You, you'll see my shoes. And you're like, all right, fine, let her backstage. <laughs> Can I have that? <laughs> Can we trade shoes? Uh, do you take the time to, because you are a very busy person, do you take the time to actually sit back and not physically sit back, but mentally sit back and look at what you have accomplished? Do you take that time? No. No. She's shaking her head no. Okay. (laughs) Oh, yes. Verbal. Verbal. (laughs) You need a verbal. No. (laughs) Like you shook your head no before the words came out. What if I shook my head and then said yes? Yes. (laughs) She just throws me off at the end of the interview. Okay. So No, no, ma'am. I do not. Okay. I highly recommend you doing that. And here's how you can start. Okay. These are tips. These are are tips. Tips and tools. Well, this is kind of a question too. Okay. But I already kind of have the answer again. Oh, no. I like having the answer before I ask the question. So look at it this way. Think of your, I always say your kindergarten self. Think if you could go up to your kindergarten self. You just walk right up to this little girl. She's mid-crayon holding. Okay. In kindergarten on her coloring book. And it's almost nap time. And you walk up and you're like, hey, Kendall Conrad. And she's like, how did you know my name? And you say... When you grow up, you are going to be a singer, songwriter. You're going to put out all of these albums. You're going to perform with famous people on stage. You're going to wear really awesome clothes. (laughs) I am you. you. You are looking at your future. What do you think? What do you think she would say? That's super cool. Seriously, think about that. Yeah, I've never
2: thought of it that way. Yeah, that's amazing. You know what I have thought about, though, going off of that? Um, I do think that this was on an application for a singing show. I can't remember which one, but they make you fill out an application. So this was for The Voice or America's Got Talent or something. And they asked what motivates you to sing or whatever. It was a very simple question. And I think my answer was, 12 year old me. Oh. So like kind of con- but like
0: not in that way. Yeah. Not in that way. Well what would you, but, what would your kindergarten self say? And really imagine that. Cause that's how I that's how I get through it. Cause I'm like, I'm not good enough. I didn't accomplish much. Yeah. yeah. And then I think, well, if I went back to my kindergarten self and said, hey, here's what you've done in your life.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, very cool, but also I don't know if you're this way, but I am very critical of myself and I think I have always been this way. So maybe I still would be like, well, that's cool, but but <laughs> did you play Madison Square Garden?
0: <laughs> right. And then like I didn't not yet and then I'd be like, "Oh, well, <laughs> well maybe you should try harder, Kendall Conrad of the future." Okay, that's good to know.
2: Good to know. Like that's probably there would be a little bit of disappointment.
0: You would there. criticize yourself as I, I, a five-year-old. okay. I truly believe that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, is not, that is not what I expected you to say. No BS. Okay, yeah. got it.
2: I do think that I would be like a little sad.
0: <laughs> That's terrible. That's, we can't end that way. We can't end that way. You're like, I, <laughs> your little five-year-old stuff's like, you could do better. What's wrong with you? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's not end on that. I, well, I do want to,
2: or we could.
0: <laughs> Kendall Conrad's five year old self is disappointed in her.
2: Oh, that's a great. <laughs> a, is that the title of this podcast? <laughs>
0: yes, yes, it is. Um
2: people, wow. people would listen. They, they have, would. They'd have
0: to listen to the entire thing the entire in order get to the end. Yeah, there you go. Well, we are. We do find ourselves here in the Lehigh Valley. Here you are. Here, here I, am. I am. Here you, we are. You've been, but you perform all over. And but you live here, you live in the Lehigh Valley. So, what is it like being here, uh, working here? Because I would assume that you write your songs in the Lehigh Valley. Is that?
2: Um, n- most of them, the good ones, the good songs. Um, a lot of them I wrote in Nashville. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of them I wrote in Nashville. Um, I'm trying to think if I actually physically wrote. Like usually I write from my bedroom, which is. I could take my guitar up to my bedroom and I write
0: in the Lehigh Valley.
2: <laughs> well, I do live it. in I live in Pottstown. Oh, you live—that's right. You live in Pottstown. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my gosh, and I am
2: rarely there other than to sleep.
0: Yeah, because you're always here. I just mm-hmm. assume. Yeah, and I even read it in your bio that you live in Pottstown, and I was like, sure. Oh, okay, but you you do do a lot of performances here. You do. Mm-hmm. I see you here all the time.
2: Yeah. No, I basically like people are like why don't you live here yeah, cuz you're here.
0: why don't you live here? All of
2: the time. Um, I don't know. Okay. I would think I don't know. I don't reconsider. have the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about it.
0: Okay. But well, you know, why do you perform here? What what brings you here? What, why do you gravitate? So
2: literally, yeah, literally I I come here almost every day and I drive up from Pottstown basically every day. Um, I had one gig funny story, funny little Side note segue. Um, I had a gig in Phoenixville like two days ago and I literally was driving to Allentown. And I was like, because Phoenixville is the opposite direction. And I was like, what am I doing? But that's how often I am here. And I had to turn around, drive all the way back in the opposite direction. Because I was like on autopilot and thought I was driving up to Lehigh Valley. I've done that. We're like a magnet for you. We want you. We
0: need you. I know.
2: It was being called.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would reconsider. I would would move here. Um, Um, But you know, obviously the Lehigh Valley is very alive and rich in the arts. mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people that live here, they do get to perform in New York and Philadelphia and things like that. It is kind of like a little hub. It's very close to those areas.
2: Well, playing in uh, King of Prussia and Phoenixville and all those other places. Also, there's not um, this kind of uh, artistic energy that is, like, focused, if that makes any sense. So it's like, you know, I'll play a a brewery here and I'll play a restaurant here, but it's not this, like, little nucleus of of art. Um, It's kind of like... Spot by spot, if that makes any sense. So right. like, you come up here in the valley, and it's it's like almost every bar has karaoke night and open mics and music and bands and comedy, and it's just it's all so everywhere. Yeah. And there's really no places near me that offer that.
0: Uh, I mean, come live with us, Kendall. <laughs> come to the Lehigh Valley. You no, know, I I am thinking about we it. Should. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're moving. Got that's it. Fun. I do like my car, though. <laughs> I know. I like your car, too. And you get to be in it a lot. Well, that's, yeah. I, I picked one that was like, this is like a hotel. Yeah. It is. Like, <laughs> it's a hotel on wheels. <laughs> okay. I know how we can end. I know how we can end. This okay. is something that I, I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. So your is new. Is this your surprise question? No. I, oh, well, My surprise question was the five-year-old. Really? Yeah. That was a good one. Thank you. Yeah. I like that. But you answered in a way that I didn't anticipate, but that's okay. okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can still continue this interview. Okay. Okay. Uh, so your new single, yes. I Don't Need You Now. I don't. <laughs> she looked right at me when she said that. Uh, so the, the, the image is you mm. on a football field mm. wearing, is it called a Letterman jacket? Am I saying the right thing? I you don't know so. okay. or a varsity jacket varsity jacket letterman jacket but yes okay and it's th- obviously a man's yes and you have like a very sparkly kind of formal i'm i'm going to say prom dress that's what i equated it to because yes. of the letterman jacket yes varsity jacket yes and the football field and i listen to the words of course i listen to the song and i I, it you took me right back. You took me right back. Did I? You did. Good. Uh, you did. That was
2: the the purpose of it. I know it was to be like nostalgic and. Well done, yes. my friend. Thank you.
0: So you say, you you state these certain um, times, and you say, "I needed you then. I don't need you now." Mm-hmm. Ooh, I just got goosebumps <laughs> again. Can you talk a little bit about where that came from? Yeah.
2: So. You know, my mom and I have talked about this so many times where um, she's asked me how personal do I want to get with my songs that are put out into the world with who God knows who, hearing them, Um, and then knowing all these things about me. And she was like, you know, can't you fabricate some of it? And do you have to put so many real
0: things in it? In your mother's defense, that is a valid concern to have, especially as a mother. Mm -hmm. Go on. Yeah, but— um, a lot, I'm
2: not going to say which things, but a lot of the things that I talk about in that song are like true and all things that did happen. Um, and that song came from a right that I had all these fancy titles and oh. I started talking to my co-writers who I didn't know very well. And. We were talking about high school. I don't even know why we were talking about high school. And I blurt out this sad, sappy story about this guy that I worshipped in high school and how he always completely ignored me, always. And it was after Keith Urban and Blake Shelton and all the crazy things, and I ran into him (gasps) after that. You did. Yeah. And he was like, do I still – we were talking. He's like, do I still have your number? blah 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 all these things and that's and I was talking to these two writers songwriters in the room and I was like I had this weird moment of of um power or I don't know or um self-awareness where I looked at this guy and I didn't need any of his attention or love or whatever you call it validation um validation yeah Um, But no, I didn't, I don't know if it was validation because I was like hopelessly in love with him and I really wanted him to like me, Um, but uh, I didn't need it. Whatever that was, whatever I needed. Back then. Yeah, I didn't need when he finally, whatever, 10 years later said it, I didn't need it. So, and then they were both like, we should write this. And then we did. Yeah. So, yeah, that came from an accidental—I had no intentions of writing that story on that day. And then, like, it's now out in the world. So it's crazy. Wild.
0: So that moment, (laughs) I would consider that one of the great moments, right? Because in high school, gosh, we're just a mess. We're just figuring it out. You know, we don't know who we are. We don't know who we're going to be. Mm -hmm. You know, we're trying to fit in, things like that. And you do, as a woman, well, I mean, probably— Boys do this too, but as a, as a girl in high school, you you want you want to feel what we see in the movies and things like that, mm-hmm. and then to come full circle where you get it, mm-hmm. you get that attention, you get that respect, mm-hmm. and you walk away from it. Mm-hmm. That is success, right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it,
2: it, at the moment that I had it, it did feel. Like, it was just too little, too late. And even at that point, it wasn't real. Yeah. Like, the attention st- it still wasn't what I wanted it to be. Right. Even in that moment. Like, it was still superficial. Like, the only reason why he even cared at that point was because I had done something that he thought was cool.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so it's like, again, like, I never needed you. I'm realizing it now, but, like, I didn't even then. Which is the line in the bridge, which we were talking about the earlier? Bridge. A, br- a bridge, yes. Which is the the little like it's almost like a uh, it's it's supposed to be like a tie-in nugget of wisdom type line in in country music, where you kind of sum up um, the the whole vibe of the song. It's like a Gandhi, um, almost like like a wow line. And then if you can't come up with it, you just put a solo like an instrumental solo in there, and you. Bring the chorus back in. Oh. If you can't come up with anything, you don't put something stupid in the bridge. That's like rule of thumb in country music. Okay. So um, that line that in the bridge of that song where it's like, I actually never needed you. Even when I thought I needed you, never needed you. So, um,
0: yeah. It
2: was just a very weird moment for me.
0: It's a very powerful song. Yeah. Thank you. And I can see... I can see from that song where it's going next. And I cannot wait. Really? Yes.
2: And that was just acoustic, too.
0: I know. It's very good. It's very inspirational. And, um, again, really just so honored to be here with you. And it's mutual. And I cannot wait for what comes next because you know I will be watching. I know. With my sparkly shoes. Please. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much thank for coming you. on. Oh, my gosh. This was wonderful. You
2: are an amazing interviewer.
0: <laughs> I wanted to end on me. So thank you. No, I'm like, kidding.
2: That, like, oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. I can make time fly. Um, but, yeah, if if you're out there and you're listening to this, definitely check out Kendall Conrad. If you don't know her already, you will. And check out Kate Hughes. <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. This is your interview. Check out Kate Hughes. Okay, but check me out anyway. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to the Lehigh Valley Arts Podcast, a Steel Pixel original series. Don't forget to like the podcast, leave us a review, and follow us on both social media and streaming services at Lehigh Valley Arts Podcast.